Hello, I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley, and I'm her daughter, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Heidi and I want to welcome you to Open to Hope Conversations, the podcast. We believe that the greatest gift you can give yourself after a loss is hope, using this moment to connect with others who have not only survived, but thrived. So let's get started. Welcome to the Open to Hope show. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, with my daughter and co-host. Dr. Heidi Horsley. Well, Heidi, uh, this is a conversation between you and I, and we have a question from Helen, and we're going to be talking about why join a grief support group. Helen says, I've been trying to get my sister into a grief support group. She was the primary caregiver for my mom, who died a month ago. Can you give me a few thoughts on why grief support groups can be helpful? Well, Helen, we're asked a lot about how to get people into grief support groups, aren't we, Heidi? Yes, absolutely. And, and a lot of people want to know how to get their kids into them and how to get other family members to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, first of all, let's tell you why after a loss you might want to. How do you were just at a big trauma conference where they talked about uh, kind of the importance of group, right? Well, yes, they, they talked about the importance of peer support. So mm-hmm. anytime you're around other people that have been through a shared loss and a shared experience, it's really helpful because basically it normalizes what you're going through. Because you know, mom, after Scott died, I felt like I was going crazy. I felt like I didn't recognize who I was. I'm sure you had a lot of those you know, similar experiences. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when you're around other people that have had the same kind of loss, you realize that what you're going through is normal. And another thing we know from uh, looking at trauma and grief, and there's a famous study uh, thing going on at Columbia University right now where um, Dr. Catherine Shear is working working with people who have uh, grief and resolved grief. And one of the things that we know from that study and from the work she's doing, the importance of telling and retelling your story, right, Heidi? Absolutely. And what she has people do is record their story and then they bring home the recording and they can slow it down, listen to it, stop it at any time, and they have control over hearing it again. Mm -hmm. So being in a group, and a grief support group gives you the opportunity to tell and retell your story every week you go and you have an opportunity to talk to other people and tell your story. Really important because, you know, over time, uh, people have heard your story and these are new ears, different people. And also when you're with a group, you can, we call it catharsis in the therapy world, right, Heidi? You want to talk about catharsis? Well, I think that what's really interesting is that every time you tell your story, it's it's like healing, but your story changes and over time it it changes and the meaning that you give it changes. And so it gives you this opportunity, cathartic, to cry. You see other people cry. Somebody might even scream in your group or who knows, or somebody might be totally silent and not say anything. So you can identify with all the different reactive behaviors. Also, uh, one thing I love about groups is you get an opportunity to see how other people answer questions because society might ask you a question. And I know sometimes people where there's been a suicide in the family, Heidi, they don't wanna go through the details with somebody. Well, how did they kill themselves? And you get responses to those kinds of things. And you learn that you can say, 
that's something I'd really rather not talk about right now, right? And I think with even sibling loss, I mean, we're often asked how many brothers and sisters we have. And being around other siblings helps us to hear how other people respond. And also when you're with peers and groups, there's sharing of information. Um, you might find out that they're, well, for instance, compassionate friends uh, with the death of a child only meets once a month. But you might find out about other groups that you can go to or other places you can go or other things you can do. And you also share information about how to get through the holidays and how to get through birthdays, anniversary reactions. There's all sorts of information to be learned, isn't there, Heidi? There is, and also, and oftentimes in groups, people are at different places in their, in their journey. And they're, they're, you know, so you can be around somebody that maybe is five years away from the death and someone that's a year away and see where people are. Mm -hmm. um, and that can be helpful, especially if you're in a place where you don't know how you're gonna survive and you don't know if you want to you might see someone a little further down the road that says, I used to be in there too, but I'm not there anymore. And that can be really helpful to know you're not always going to be in literal hell after a loss. Right. And I like you're talking about a little further down the road because one of the things that happens in group also is altruism. You yourself, even though you're in the throes of a loss and looking for support, somebody may come into the group that's earlier than you are and you can and see how far you've come. And you can also help them to know that they're gonna get through. You can help normalize the grief, right, Heidi? Yeah, normalizing is really big because oftentimes we, we don't recognize ourselves. We're not the person we once were. We think we're going crazy. We think something's wrong with us. And often, it's usually just normal grief. That's what it looks like. It can be really crazy. So. Mm -hmm. And when somebody is, is a little further down the road, they can say, oh, yeah, I felt that way too the first year or the first six months or, or whatever. So you're able to help other people. It, and once you start moving out to help other people, it's really uh, tends to be a game changer, doesn't it, Heidi? Yeah, how service is really important because it, it turns your grief outward. Mm -hmm. And even it, it, early on, sometimes you might think, well, I don't have anything to give anyone. But actually, if you let yourself be served, you're giving somebody something. Mm -hmm. So Helen, you've asked about your sister because she was a primary caregiver. But Heidi and I were talking a little bit about your question. And one of the things Heidi was saying, hey, Helen, maybe you ought to think about going, right, Heidi? Yeah, because oftentimes we focus on other people and it's it can be helpful for anybody to get this kind of support. Mm -hmm. And you could even be in the grief group and say, hey, I've got a sister that I would love to have come to this group. Do you have any ideas of how to get her there? Mm -hmm. And other people may have had the same experience with family members and they can give you some ideas. But I think it's helpful for anyone, whether you were a caregiver or not, everybody's had a loss and it can be really helpful to be in a, in a peer group, in a support group. Mm -hmm. And uh, it sounds like, Helen, you might know of a group, but if people are listening or watching this podcast, one of the things that you can do is contact your local hospice. Usually you can find about group groups from them. Um, you can uh, get in touch with your hospital, ask if they're groups, and kind of search around for a group. Because, and go on the internet and uh, Google. And also we want to remind you that if you come to Open to Hope that we have all sorts of loss and recovery on our site. We have uh, wonderful people writing articles, podcasts, all sorts of things to support you in your grief journey. Yep, and Compassionate Friends also has groups. They meet once a month and it's free. And they're groups for bereaved siblings, grandparents, or parents.
and uh, Soaring Spirits Foundation does spousal loss. So uh, again, there are many support groups. Find yourself one, Helen, and go yourself. Well, thanks everybody for watching this uh, podcast today, and we hope that you will have a, a pleasant day and good luck on your journey in life. And uh, for all those who've had a loss, Heidi and I always want to remind you to visit us at Open to Hope and lean on our hope until you find your own. And God bless. I'm Dr. Heidi Horsley. You have been listening to Open to Hope, the podcast. You can follow Open to Hope on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. To learn more, visit us at opentohope.com and go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe. I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley. Join us again next week for another Open to Hope conversation where we invite you to lean on our hope until you find your own.